um, that you can hear a little bit of what we're talking about today. Um, we are looking forward to having our guest, um, King Tam, on with us. Some of you know him as Marcus Speaks, uh, but we are excited about having him on the show and um, we're going to do some great things, talk about some great things. Before we get to that, though, once again, you are listening to Kofi Speaks on NSF Radio. We are on every Saturday, 1 o'clock p.m. New York time, Eastern time, or Standard Eastern time. Um, and I am your host, Kofi Afudi. Um You can find me anywhere if you're looking for me, hashtag find Kofi. Um, if you're looking for me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, look, at, look for me at Kofi underscore Forty. That includes um, YouTube as well. That's K-O-F-I underscore O-F-O-R-I. Um, and you can find me on um, on uh, Facebook if you're looking for me there at Kofi Devin of Forty. Um, that's Devin D E V I N Kofi Devin of Forty. Uh, but we're so glad to have you guys on, and I'm thankful to have you on once again. Uh, we are looking forward to having our guest on uh, Marcus uh, at Marcus Speaks, and uh, we actually have a few callers on. So if you're interested in, um, and uh, we'll we'll try and give some time in a little bit to be able to reach out to you guys for you guys to have some questions, um, any questions, comments, or concerns. I'll actually make sure we did that a little earlier in the show. Um, so, um, and um, I see you 904, I see you 650, I see you 214. So uh, we will try to make sure that we get you uh, in later on. If you're joining us and you are streaming, you can um, get in the chat as well. We'll make sure that we look at you and what you got for us in the chat. Um, I'm at, as a matter of fact, I'm looking right now, so uh, I'll try to get things started. Feel free to leave any questions, comments, concerns that you have now. Um, we are on NSF Radio once again, so um, King Cam, who's on here, he has two shows that he does on here, or he has one show that he does twice on here on Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. We also have a show that I co-host with our uh, founder, um, Brother Alfred, and we do that Thursday at 1 o'clock p.m. New York time as well. But we're thankful to have everybody in here. Uh, feel free to leave whatever questions, comments, or concerns you may have. And, of course, we got to give another shout-out to what NSF is part of. It stands for National Savings Fatherhood. Um, that's, uh, you can actually find out more about it at nsfatherhood.org. N is in national, S is in saving, nsfatherhood.org, uh, where we try to do a lot of things for our community, for black fathers, uh, for fathers in general, and even, for, of course, for our women, because we as fathers, we as men should be making sure that we are taking care of our black queen, of our black woman. Um, with all that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and get ready to bring uh, uh, Brother uh, King Cam on. Some of you know him as Marcus Speaks. Um, are you there, brother? Are you able to come on with us and say hello to the people? Up. Okay, we might be have might be something on my end with the board. Y'all give me a second. Might have to try this a couple times. Let me try this again. Um Brother uh Brother uh, Marcus, uh, are you on uh, to to say hello to us uh more um Kofi speaks. What's going on? Can you hear me? Oh okay, now now I got you. Which which um can you give me the first the first number? Not not the first three, but just the first number, your phone number, I'll make sure I lock you in. Uh uh six four three. Oh, okay, I got you coming up with something else. That's it's all good though. <laughs> I'm just yeah, glad to have yeah. you on. Thanks for, being, four and thanks for being three, yeah. okay. Oh, oh okay, okay, I got you. I got you, I got you. All right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> well uh thank you for being on. Um uh, the people know you. If they listen to NSF radio, they already know you at King Cam, uh with Midnight Oil. Uh, we know, uh, we have you on, um, and we know you from TikTok. I actually, um, knew you from TikTok and until 
I was told by Brother Alfred, I didn't know that you were the same person, actually, <laughs> on Market Speaks and King Cam for a minute. It took me a minute to actually put two or two together, so that's cool. I listen, I've only listened yeah, to a couple man. shows because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm an early sleeper, so um, <laughs> I'm not great at, at staying up past certain times, but I've tried to listen in. It's a great show. And, um, you know, before we get into all that stuff, just since we got you on, quick question to start us off. So what are some of the things, um, you know, you're obviously into um, history. You're very much so into being Afrocentric. Uh, you kind of have a laid-back personality. Uh, with, with some of the stuff that we see, we hear, um, you know, viewers on TikTok here or people on the radio show or even people in your personal life who you do stuff with, um, what are – when we see all these things and these qualities and these great qualities that you have and the great things that you're trying to do to make sure you teach us as a community to love ourselves and things like that, where does that passion, that energy, um, that mindset, where, where does that, where does that come from? Where did that start? Is that something that you were all, you always had, or are you like some of us to where we kind of grew into that, where we learned, you know, about ourselves um, and we realized there's a whole bunch more to us. Um, where, where, where does that come from? Oh, man. Um, first of all, uh, my name is Marcus on Marcus Speaks, and I'd like to get this, this disclaimer. I'm a concerned educator that's concerned about educating the whole person. Um, yes, I'm also known as King Cam. Uh, the, the thing is, um, the, this love for history, love for history came from Love, loving my family history, you understand? And it started when I was a, a kid, like five and six years old. Okay. Uh, uh, at my grandmother's house, uh, looking through the photo albums, you know, the black and white photo albums, you know. This is this is years before Facebook. This is in the 80s. <laughs> so um, it... It came from there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of young folk might be surprised to understand it was that the eighties actually existed, but <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, my love for that, it, you know, who is this person? Who is that person? And so, my love for history started with me loving and appreciating my family history, and um, and then then it blossomed from that to reading books. And, you know, in the elementary school, they used to line us up. Um, we would pick books, mm. but somehow. I I would end up at the end of the line, so the Doctor Seuss and Mother Goose books was gone, and all that was left was history mm. books, mythology books, and so on. So I just went on and picked that up, and I was one day, I was telling my uncle about uh, Greek mythology, and you know he's a doctor now. Uh, he's a doctor. He said, "Have you ever heard of Egyptology?" I said, "What's that?" And wow. man, look, I I, I, cra- I cracked up, cracked open some Egyptian books on on Egypt, and my dad uh, bought me little books and things like that. My family would buy books, and by the time I was twelve, thirteen years old, I at least had a grasp of who I who who I am as a person and where we came from as a people. And so when I went to high school, yeah, yeah, I kept the U.S. history, George Washington, and all this kind of thing. But on the flip side, I, I already know how this thing goes. And so it started with um, African, you know, my, my family history. And I would encourage people to, as, as bleak as it may be, um, you may not know all the names, but to know somebody's name and to make that connection. And then, um, then you know, I got my degree in history, and and I got I'm a teacher, so I teach social studies. 
So whenever I teach, or even if I'm on social media, it coming it's coming from an educator standpoint, you know. And so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I enjoy it, especially African history, because it's so much to discuss, and sometimes um, we we forget that there is a population out there that knows nothing about African history. And that's my target audience. That's the the individuals who who hasn't who haven't looked at all the YouTube videos and went to all the lectures. We're talking about like African history one on one. Nobody knows anything about anything. And so that's how I mm-hmm. approach it. And thank you for having me on the on the show. I really appreciate it. You know, I really appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Thank you for being on, like I was saying, um, you know, and, and I know, I know maybe you're not this by, well, I don't, I don't even know, but you know, I know some people say this is not their profession, but you know, I, from seeing what you, what you're doing and, 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 you know, I, I don't know if you want to cook this thing of, you know, the, of, you know, jelly or jelly griot or uh, Egyptologist to a certain extent or whatever, but you definitely have way more knowledge than many of us do, and I'm glad to. You know, get a lot of it from you. I try my best to look on there. So one, one. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Oh, okay. And so I was just gonna say, um, one thing that I find um, incredible, like you said, is that a lot of people almost have zero knowledge. <laughs> like, like, um, even even when you think you have knowledge, you know, the more knowledge you gain, the more you realize you don't know. But a lot of us. When you when I'm talking to people, doesn't matter what color they are, where they're from, even if they're from Timid, you you'd be surprised how many people sometimes have zero mm-hmm. knowledge. What are what are some of the things that are most surprising to you that you seem to come across um the most? Uh, you know, you don't have to limit it to any number, but what are some, you know, things that you come across that you're like, Wow, it's always surprising that I have to kinda of go back to this well over and over and over again. That uh, the people of Egypt were black. That's that's the one thing wow, yeah. that I always have to remind uh, people, be it and even my seniors. I teach high school seniors, and they don't know. I'm like, did you look at their faces? I, it's like I seen that dude at the store. They look just like you. Well, and not to, and I'm sorry for interrupting you. So I'm sorry for interrupting you so quick into it. But can I can I add, let me just add another question on there real quick, if you don't mind? Why okay. why is it? Because I I have so many theories. I've heard so many theories, and I'm just always interested in what people have to say or think about this. Why is it that you think that we, um, as society, not even black or white, just society? You know, I guess colonization is an easy answer. But what are some reasons that you think? that it's so easy for us to just not think of something that obvious, that obviously these people are in Africa. Um, they're, they're known to be black throughout history, but for whatever reason, we just label them as anything other than like, why is it that some of the things that you think uh, we fall into, you know, trap falls we fall into mentally that allow us to even, you know, fall for that game. Um, it's because of um, either the media or by simple wordplay, the media, for many years, as long as there's been some kind of um, some kind of um, visual representation, because keep in mind that we we just 
we just came, we just got up from slavery like over a couple hundred years ago. So um, pictures and stuff wasn't really big yet. So by the time the moving pictures and photographs happened, we saw, you know, Elizabeth Taylor playing Cleopatra. You understand? And we saw um, Charlton Heston play Moses and so on. So the thing is, we in the 20th century, early in the 20th century, we we had that visual representation of Egyptians being white. And but what happened is there was a turn in the 60s and 70s. Said no, 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 they weren't white because they were in Africa. So we go from the media standpoint to the wordplay. Egypt is not in Africa; it's in the, in the Middle East. So now, mentally, students and young people now, yeah. you know, in this generation, and you know, a little bit mm-hmm. before us, thought we automatically would assume or think or make that connection. The Middle East is Arab. You understand? So that wordplay finessed Egypt, or carved them out that one corner of Africa out of Africa and put it in the Middle East somewhere. Knowing that, that mm. that's another construct. So, um, yeah, that's the media played a lot, and of course, even recently, like the movie Gods of Egypt, it was you know it was people who say they was Egyptian, even Egyptian gods, even though they were you know Nubians and so on and so forth. They had British accents. How how, how Britain wasn't <laughs> even um, in the picture yet. So, and so that kind of thing. And so, yes, I, I get surprised. If, even, and people still, even on TikTok, you know, it, 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 that conversation can roll for months, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, look at their faces. And then, they, you know, of course, they, they're so <laughs> deep into their argument. They're so far into it. They're like, uh Basically, it don't matter. I'm just going to say what I say, and you got to believe that. I said, well, here's the thing. It's multiple representations of these faces. And if they wanted to paint themselves white, they had to paint the materials to paint themselves white. But these people were brown, black, dark, some lighter, or whatever. And he said, uh, what, what about the, the, uh, the Greeks that named the pharaoh? I said, you can name yourself whatever you want. But the Hall of Records don't recognize outsiders as Pharaoh. You can you can don whatever title you want, Alexander uh, the so-called Great. But when you go to the Hall of Records, which is in Abydos, your name is not there. So most, and the thing is, I had to deal with the ancient Egyptians being black. And I also had to let them know that the, the Egypt, Egypt was a colony of Nubia and Ethiopia. It was the grandest, of course. It's, it's like this. When your grandfather passed some information down to the son, the son passed down to his son. It's supposed to get, it's supposed to get better, right? Instead of the, the horse and carriage, you should be in the Impala. <laughs> you understand? So that's what Egypt did. They put everything in stone. This is 36,000 years of information. They even, the Egyptians even told us, Told it in on record because that's that's the amazing part. You don't have to go far. Ask them. The Egyptians said we came from the foothills of the mountains of the moon, where God dwells. Where is that? Mm. That's, in, that's basically Congo and Uganda. 
the Nile River goes from south to north. So they told you their origin story already. But no, no, they, they came from out of space. Lie, lie, lie again one more time. And so <laughs> they, you know, they, 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 it's called the Papyrus of Funifer. Okay? You know, because the thing is, I'm the type of person, once again, I'm a history major, I'm a teacher. I'm going to tell you where I found it. I'm not going to point at a video or a soundbite. I read it. I'll tell you where it's from. You see what I'm saying? And so what happens is the Papyrus of Hunifer mentions that. The Edfu text mentions that there was a line of kings called the followers of Heru. So Horus was a real person. These guys were real individuals that lived real lives. They came from Nubia and so on. And matter of fact, Ramses the Great, as many people try to put him off as, as Arab, with orange, I have not. I have yet to see somebody from Arabia or anywhere in the Middle East outside of that area with with orange hair. Have you ever met a, a mm. person from, you know, a, you know, a person of Arab descent with orange hair? They're, they're, uh, you're not. You're not gonna find. You're not gonna find one. Not that. Not, not really. Ain't. Unless they. Yeah. Yeah. In, in hood terms, you ain't. But however, in Sudan. In parts of Ethiopia, that's people that are as dark as we are with orange hair. So, yeah, mm. Ramses the Great, Usher Ma'at Rasa Tipperah Remesu, was a Nubian. And, matter of fact, he married a Nubian. Most, yep. of, most of the Egyptian pharaohs were either Nubian or Ethiopian, or they married a Nubian or Ethiopian. Can you, you put it right there? Or can you can 